trees and trees. Is an introduction really necessary for someone we all know so well? Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What, 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 what's his name? Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Paul Mort Talk Shit. Just a big shout out to my main sponsor, who are performance food manufacturer Precision Prep UK. I've been using these guys for the last uh, few months. And listen, let me tell you something. These guys know how to put meal prep together. They are um, bang on. Like, I'm not going to rap too much about it, but trust me, I've tried a lot of meal prep, meal delivery companies in the past, and these guys are legit. Frozen, take it out the freezer, throw them in the microwave, seven, eight minutes later, you've got a sick, healthy, nutritious meal. All the macros and calories counted for you. So listen, I managed to do a little deal with them for you. Use the code PAULMORT at checkout and you'll get 20 quid off when you spend just 80 quid. Trust me. Let me know what you think. It's precisionprep.uk. James Haskell. Ex-international rugby player, star of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, podcaster, author, and all-round hilarious man. Wow. What a podcast this was. I mean, this is another one of those podcasts where I could just have sat there for hours listening to James tell stories. There's a particular story involving an anus and a beer bottle and handstands. You're going to thoroughly enjoy this. All right. Welcome to another episode of Paul Mort Talks Shit. And today, <laughs> you can already tell we're in for a treat here. Uh, today I'm talking shit with somebody that could possibly talk more shit than me is Mr. James Haskell. Mate, how are you doing? I'm very well. Very excited to see Yo, you. Mate, me too. We, we had a great uh, bit of banter last time and you're going to get to talk more this time. Which I'm is... excited. I was loving the, t- the tie-dye t-shirt sort of style, tan. Mate. Looking, f- looking fire. I'm from looking South younger. Shields, you know. Oh, no, mate. Any time out of South Shields, you're instantly looking better. Like, if you go there, it's like, <laughs> imagine it's like Mordor. You go there, you start like aging. Yeah. And then you come out and you're like, oh my God, actually, there's, yeah. there's electricity, there's cars. It's <laughs> <laughs> not exciting. You're bang on point. You're bang on point. So listen, mate, the first thing I want to talk about is, I like to do, before I do a podcast like you, I do a little bit of research, mm. except I do my own. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did my own. And I typed in James Haskell, and I couldn't find anything that wasn't controversial. Yes. So the, my my favorite one that I found that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> my favorite one. I fuck it. Let's go straight in. Yes. Mate, I hadn't had Middleton on, and the first thing I asked them was, "What happened?" With yes. Before, so I'm gonna. I'm oh not yeah. Fucking around here. Do you know He's a bit more controversial than I. Like I'm in a different way. Like you know, he he's sort of a bit more punchy. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone's scum. <laughs> COVID. Will I be hugging people? Yes. Yeah. It's like no, yeah, no. Yeah. It's, a, it's a global <laughs> pandemic, and just wind that back in. A so bit. here's the one that I've got. Yeah. I'm a celeb star. James Haskell attends debauched. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Board party with sex acts and fishy. Yes, yes, yes. That, yeah, talk, that. Me, talk me through that, <laughs> mate. If that's the best you can find. <laughs> That was like a quiet Tuesday night. <laughs> I think my wife was there. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, so basically, it's actually in my autobiography, What a Flanker. Great plug for it. Is, yeah, it is. Is, is what happened is, we went on a team social, right? So, so obviously back in the day, all the team socials, you used to go and take over a venue, a pub, all the boys get fancy dress and everything else. But 
the world has changed. Everyone's got camera phones now. Yeah. So the social committee, who I, who I was not involved with, decided to plan this team social and go on a stag do boat on the River Thames. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I and I was captain of the club at the time. I thought you were going to say I was captain of the ship. Captain of the ship, mate. <laughs> I was a bit like that. Was it the bloke who, captain? I'm not sure who the bloke who uh, did the Titanic was, but very similar sort of <laughs> resumes. Um, Pogwash. Yeah, yeah, or the guy who crashed in the uh, Suez Canal the other day, or the Con Costa Cordia, or whatever the fuck it was called when they tipped it over. Um, basically, I. Yes, yeah, so, so we went on this this boat, and what happened was all the lads were met, met up in Richmond. We were all in fancy dress. I was dressed as a woman, which I always do when I get fancy dressed. I don't know what I was actually wearing one of Judy's dresses that I'd nicked out of the cupboard. Hang on, <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> he's got that face where he's like, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I said it in the fucking book. It doesn't matter. So he's got Max. You know who Judy is Judy's Chloe's mum. Yeah, who's, who's Richard and Judy? Yeah. Off of so he's yeah. got Judy's dress yeah, on, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah, obviously, I had to edit, you know, cut it up to make it fit, but it was like an old, <laughs> old one. Um, and I, um, so basically, I was dressed like that, had a yeah. wig on, had done my own makeup. Yeah. Um, so I sort of looked a bit like you know RuPaul on a bad day. I'm and, getting stiffy. Is that weird? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, were lot, so were a lot of people. And then basically, what I was, we went on this on this boat trip, and yeah. um, it was a stag do boat, purpose built to go on the on the boat and, and on the river. And so basically, the, the, they were late, which was a bad sign because the bloke. The captain got the tide table wrong and i was right. like your one job as a captain <laughs> is get the tides right yeah but anyway all the lads spent extra time in richmond i knew things were getting out of hand when mm-hmm. we we're on a busy towpath and all the dogs but boys are picking up people's dogs and, and like pretending they were theirs going <laughs> oh you know hello max and people were like put my fucking dog down and i'm trying to like go <laughs> trying to stop these academy guys doing this yes. people doing this just everyone was singing you know singing like raucous songs yes people trying to have a quiet saturday yes so the boat turns so up. So they're doing all the stuff that they were, the boat was for. Yes. But yeah. they were doing it on land. Yes, right. <laughs> so, so then the boat turned up late, about an hour and a half late. Got everyone on the board. The captain was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Have a free cocktail thing. So we ended up drinking his cocktail. And then there was a pay bar. The boys had invited a stripper on the boat. And I didn't know this, right? Because I was like, this is not a great idea. You know, 30 lads. And, and they're supposed to have three strippers on this boat. Yeah. And luckily, two of them didn't turn up. But the one who turned up, I think she should have been in an old people home because I, I honestly thought she'd wandered in and got lost. I was about to take her home because I was going to go listen, love. You know, I think the, you know, the, I think the, uh, the, the dialer bus is is coming. And <laughs> I she think was like, Mark might have had a massage off her last night. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You went for a massage at eight o'clock last night. Oh like, yeah. That's- that's normal, really normal out here. Yeah, did it did it say massage on the door as well as acupuncture health? Yes, yeah, yeah. I imagine it did. Yeah, and was the massage any good, or did they qu- quickly go? You want extra? You're like what? Yeah, not not that I know about any of that. No, just, I've heard no. about a friend of a friend. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're on the boat and we're going along. And but the, 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 as soon as we get onto the boat, the stripper then takes her clothes off and she's wearing lingerie. And I'm like. And I just said to lads, listen, you know, as we're going through these locks, all these families, I was like, listen, this is a terrible idea. Get out yes. of the fucking way. I said, stripper, please get back into the boat. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're walking around with your boobs out on a boat. Yeah. Obviously, the lads are drinking. And then I, we had to do a court session um, where the fines committee who had decided who had been late, who had been unruly. And as yeah. the captain, I was the judge. So we sat down. We had a prosecution. We had everyone. Everyone's sitting around this thing. And... Um, this kid comes up to me. He's like pulling my shirt, and I said, "Listen, mate, I'm doing this. I'm doing this thing. Just relax." And to my right was this the, the onboard boat DJ, who was like a 55 year old guy, like wedding DJ. Yeah. 
jam jar glasses. He's like, Shut it, up. It, it literally looked like he was like <laughs> looking at these through them, right? Real thick. And he was like, Shabba, the, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> loud he screamed, the faster the boat, Shabba. Like, he's doing all that. And he was sitting there, and boys were trying to put their beers down. And he's like, Not on my decks. Yeah. So I'm dealing with that. I'm dealing with this. I'm all over the place. And then. This kid's like, I want to do my thing. I was going to tell you about the party trick. And I said, listen, fucking, okay, just do it. And I said, right, lads. I was on the mic. <laughs> Shock. And I was like, right. <laughs> I said, listen, uh, this kid, I'm not going to mention his name, wants to do this, um, wants to do his trick, right? And and I didn't know what the trick was. Before I could know it, he's pulled his trousers down, um, taken a bottle of beer, shoved it up his ass, done a handstand, emptied the bo- beer bottle into his ass, and then gone, um, I'm going to do a, a beer founder, but has flipped back to his feet to fire out this beer, but obviously hasn't pre-planned for any of this, doesn't understand human <laughs> biology, and has just fired a projectile of beer and the contents of his bowels on part off the boat and onto the side of the boat, right? To say that people were, like, shocked. I was there with a mic, like, going, don't know, don't, what the f- lads are like spewing over the side of the boat this fucking DJ who's just like got into shock and it's a one solitary tear going down his throat and I'm like and I'm like this kid going are you fucking bear in mind I'm dressed as a woman with like red lips and a wig on and and like an old dress of Judy that I've had to cut myself and like sewed and I'm like this clean that fucking and all the lads are spewing there's this woman on the boat she's crying I'm like are you fucking mad anyway and he's trying to flick and I said no, don't flick it off you dickhead <laughs> clean it so I fucking so I've had to get like the jiff the cloth oh, no, I've had to man. I've had to tell the cat I'm so sorry so I didn't know what he was going to do so anyway this guy's on his hands and knees scrubbing his old poo off while lads <laughs> lads have spewed like one of them's got so over or spewed fallen overboard oh, mate the stripper <laughs> the stripper's walking around like still walking around with t- it's like not now love get back have a milky tea and get and have a, have a nap mate it was utter cut. so anyway what happened with that is it, that was all that happened but essentially so you've had the worst night of your life and then it's on the front page of the front Oh, no, it gets even worse than that. It gets even worse oh, than shit. that. So then what happened was, so then, so then eventually the boat pulls up. I was steaming. I decided to go home. I was like, you know, me dressed as a woman, even more drunk than usual was not a good idea. So yeah. I basically headed home. Called up the next day and I was like, right, lads, what's happened with this boat? What are the boat people saying? They said, well, actually, they're, they're fine. But they said they need to get the boat chemically cleaned. Um, can we pay for it? I said, listen, pay for it. And they go, well, they said, if we leave a good review... Everything will be fine. So I said, "Listen, take the money out of fines, get it cleaned, um, and then go." And someone says, "Someone's throwing the stripper's top off the boat. She wants it back." I said, "Fucking pay for a top, pay for a thing, and just get on with it." Thought nothing more about it. Uh, And then my dad got a letter um, because basically, when I got on the boat, because it was a party boat, I basically got to my old man to write in sort of legalese to the boat that there was no CCTV because the reason we went on the boat was we didn't want. Media yeah. cameras, everything else. I said, listen, yeah. we're not, I wasn't intending a kid to shit on the boat. It was nothing to do with me. Yeah. Turn the cameras off. So he'd written to the boat people. The boat people wrote back to him and were like, um, we are, you know, basically, you, you, the, never in all our years have we seen such debauch action. We want to have compensation. And they employed this mad bloke who pretended to be John Terry's agent on his website. And he was a, he's just a complete Walter Mitty, like a fantasist, yeah. which I can't believe there's so many of them around. Yeah. And he basically claimed, and Guess how much money they asked for in compensation for that boat trip. Bear in mind, I've told you all that happened. Yeah. Have a guess. And you paid to get it cleaned. And you paid to get it cleaned. And we left a review and we'd already paid. 10 and grand? 
<laughs> right. Eight million quid. <laughs> Eight, this is this is was it a little ball guy with a fucking finger? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> right, this, I'm not even joking. I've got the I've got the actual written evidence. And what happened was the guys like, if you don't meet us, we're going to tell your coaches what happened, and we're going to go to the media. And we were like trying to stall them, trying to find out what's going on. Basically, they then um, told the team anyway, told all the coaches. I then had to go go away on tour with England. While I was in tour in England, this mad lawyer bloke, who wasn't a lawyer, who was just an insane bloke, was like writing to my dad going. And, and to the England coaches and to um, anyone who would listen, how dare you allow James Haskell to go to Australia and play the best rugby of his career and get, then go to Ibiza with his pop star girlfriend? Chloe was fucking livid because she's not a pop star, has never, never sung. Um, and this guy was going mad. And then eventually they wrote to Wass um, demanding this eight million quid. Mm-hmm. Wass then got all these lawyers in and the lawyers were having interviews with the players and it was like... Right, so the, and they got the uh, evidence from the crew, and basically the crew evidence, all of them were different. Mm-hmm. And what they said, what they said were, um, the big guy James Haskett, right, amazing, Haskett. <laughs> oh, the, the the ringleader was the one in the dress, yeah. right. And basically, they, their varying accounts were: I ordered ten bottles of beer, and apparently, I told people to insert them up their ass. That's what that was the first thing. Wow, that we were having a gay orgy. That we'd left our wives, we were all having sex with each other. That was the next one. It was genuine. There was one of the, that we'd. Um, there was one in the one of the guys that had wearing a pig mask, and he was like the guy in the pig mask was a particular deviant. Um, and they basically said everyone was doing everything, and they, none of them things matched up. And they said never in all their lives they've been traumatized. I said it's a fucking stag do boat. They said if you're going to design a boat for partying, mm-hmm. this is what it is. And they said all the years they've never seen anything, they're going to have to get counselling. You know, the women, you know, seeing a p- person shit, it's traumatised their for life. And obviously this went on, this went on. And then, but the lawyers were then going to the Waslas in interview. So, um, did, did James, um, did he make you do that? It's okay to say if he did, it's a safe space. They went into that, all that, you know, yeah. did he touch you? You know, yeah. if so, where? And all that shit. shit. And I wasn't there. And then basically what happened is then the club got back and they just fired me as captain. They said they didn't, but they fired me as captain. Yeah. Uh, the guy, because obviously he didn't get 8 million quid, yeah. um, sold his story to Daily Express. Yeah. And the only one who got fucking mentioned in a photo was me. The only one, I, and I lost a deal with Land Rover. Land Rover, were gonna, um, they, they stayed with me, but we were going to do something more, yeah. more substantial. They're like, we can't have this. I went, but I didn't do anything. I was just there at the boat. Yeah. So anyway, the club basically blamed me because they said I should have done more. I was like... I couldn't get across the room fast enough to get the bottle of beer out of his ass. Mm-hmm. What was it? I don't know why he thought that. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, that's that's basically what happened, and it was carnage. So that was just one of the things I've had to put up with, and I was just named. I was named in it. Well, I was thinking that I'm, 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 I've actually wrote it down. Word, you're not be able to read it, although I've seen your writing. So yeah, it's I mean, terrible. You're on yeah, the same. Yeah. It's great though because it, no one can ever steal no. ideas. No, no, ever. I'm not sure there are any ideas in my book. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've I've got this down, and I'm like, it said I'm a celeb star. So did this come yeah. out after you? No, so what happened was it was already out. So what when you when you go and do reality TV, yeah. what they do is um, the media drag up everything yeah. that has ever happened before. So this happened, yeah. I don't know, uh, probably ten, I don't know, eight years ago, six Shit. years ago now, yeah. or, or maybe, maybe sorry, maybe five years, five six years ago. Mm-hmm. And then what happens when you go out to I'm a Celeb, they dig everything up. So I, I had a, a fortunate incident when I was at school with um, I saw ma- that one yeah, as well, mate of mine, yeah, yeah. mate, I'm a- <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, my mate mine made a porno, but it wasn't like that. I lent my mate a camera, um, and unfortunately, it's a lot even longer story. But we got sold out. Someone sold it to the papers, yeah. and I was on the front page of the Daily Mirror yeah. um, with like Haskell in porn dorm shame or something like that. So anyway, I, I, that's all explained in the book, yeah. and that was utter carnage. And what they did, they drug, they dug that up again. Yeah. They, dug, they basically said 
it was the first time that Richard and Judy had seen it. They were shocked, fleeing Australia because of it. Um, then the, the boat thing came up. Then um, some financial stuff came up. Then, mate, they just dig it up and dig it up and hammer you. Were you prepared for that? Uh, yeah, well, I was in the fucking jungle, so it didn't happen, didn't oh, affect me. Shit. And I don't care. So I, so obviously it's hard. Like it's, it's even worse these days because of the mob mentality and the council culture. Yes. So if something like that happened now... Um, they they li- they literally go out your way. Like every sponsor would drop you. Yeah. Everything would attack you. The people who had to deal with it was Chloe and my family. And I and I said to them, listen, you do know all of this is going to come back up. Yeah. And they say they're fine, but it's just when people are getting knocked on the door. Yeah. You know, again, going, oh, what's this? Have you got a comment? Have you got a comment? Yeah. As if it happened yesterday. Yeah. Because people are lazy. They never look at the details. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's kind of yeah. So let's talk about this. Um, cancel culture and this yes because you're on it you're on that right now right that's it it's a hot topic for you um because obviously i said when i did that research all that controversial shit came up and then you've obviously been having some fun (laughs) you had some fun over the weekend with people like what's your where you at with this um it's an interesting one for me because um i know better um and i've got to if you engage with people um you're you're always going to lose if you have a position um, of any kind of, you know, so if I, if I want to work in public eye, I want to work in television, want to work with brands, want to earn mm-hmm. money, I'm not afforded the luxury to to respond in any way negative. My personal thing is from a, from a team background and stuff, um, you know, fucking stupid people don't know they're stupid. That's the thing. People don't know they're idiots. Like the guys, on, if you look at the Daily Mail online and, all, and the comment section of that and all the stuff that they write. Yeah, I've just started everybody. YouTube as well. Yeah, right. So you started YouTube. Right, yeah. So all the shit that people write, they think, in their sphere of influence, the optics they see work with the world through, that they are on right. On, on, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. And what they do is, they get like-minded people around them, and they and it fuels them in a tumble dryer of it makes hate. Makes them even feel right. It does. Yes. And, what, and the thing with it is, is that most people aren't afforded the luxury of being part of a team and actually being part of something bigger than themselves. So when mob mentalities happen, you see, you see it with. Um, Sort of, you know, throughout history, big groups, people who go out and, you know, kick fuck out of someone, 15 people. And then when you get one on your own, go, why did you stamp on that guy's head? Like, I don't know. It's because for that that time, you feel part of something which you haven't felt part of, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens on, on online. And I have got to stop um, responding because I get so angry with people. I get so angry with the, the stupidity of it, the fact that. Online, there's no context. So your life experience is very different than my life experience. When I interviewed for, for what a flanker podcast you know we 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 share like-minded ideas over kind of some of the mental health stuff and approaches but we come from two different backgrounds um as does everybody else but online you're trying to make that meet you're trying to fit round pegs in square holes and square pegs in fucking triangle holes going you know you've had a broken upbringing you don't have any financial resources you've had this versus someone who's had this versus covid for me it's it's been bad but not that bad Mm -hmm. for some people they fucking lost everything lost their lives and we're trying to make everyone agree and then um uh, what I normally do is I try to respond with something witty or something funny or yeah. something you know that that's going to get a, a laugh. Yeah. And the problem is, is that you just can't do that. Then and you've like, got the people that laugh. Yeah, you got like the people, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I know. But then you've got people that think it's not funny. Man, I've lost sponsors. I've lost sponsors. Look, every time I've done it, I've lost a sponsor over it. I lost a sponsor over it this weekend with this thing. Yeah. Um, because people aren't interested in the truth of it. You know, the fact of the matter is, I, I got I got attacked single handedly by. I'd say 30 to 40 individuals, bizarrely most of them women, all you know, all saying that they're um, you know, sort of animal lovers and all this kind of stuff. And and every single one of them without work went, you know, you're a see you next Tuesday, yeah. you're a dick, you've got a tiny dick. You can dick. say cunt on you if you want, mate. Okay, fine, fine. fine. Smith, Smith's been on. It's like, oh shit, yeah. And they and they say all that, they say they say that a lot. And basically yeah. I um 
you know, I shouldn't have replied. And the problem is what I did is I gave them oxygen. I made them. Do I need yeah. to twizzle your I knob for you? It, mate, yeah. Twizzle me knob. Is it gonna... I fucked it. Thank you, mate. I just Thank needed a strong, a strong man. There we go. There we are. Is that right? Perfect. Thank there you, sir. Um, Thank you, Dad. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, and, um, mate, these guns aren't for fucking show. Um, so, yeah, basically, I got caught up in that, in, in that mentality. And yeah. when I've done it too many times. And the thing is, it, it, the, the environment of the world now is you can't do it. And you may have a valid argument. You know, I could... I think if you call someone online uh, a cunt or, mm-hmm. or any reply with that, mm-hmm. you lose your argument. I think you can dismantle people without being aggressive if you yes. if you so choose. Yes. And I think as soon as you go to their level... Yeah. Like some, some woman writing to me, you go, you know, you've got a little dick energy. And I was like, you've got an average burbanter. It, 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 you know, it just makes me... I've come to their level. Yes. Well, I should have just blocked them and ignored them. Yeah. And, you know, even when people are saying, we're going to shoot you, shoot your dog, I, you know, lads offering me out for a fight every five minutes. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. It's... it's I, My <laughs> ego can't get can't get past it. And... Yes. Um, but what I ultimately wake up thinking next day is I've just gone fuck myself. Because yeah. these people... They say what they want, and because they say what they want, there's no there's no consequences for them. Because yeah. unless they've got a boss who's looking at their social media, unless there's somebody who's actually taking, you know, and that's what they've got to think. Unless about. they've got sponsors, unless they've got sponsors, <laughs> which they don't. Yeah. So they, 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 the woman can call me. You know, woman said you got a tiny dick. Uh, you know, I don't know what that's got to do with it. I, I have Maybe got a tiny. Been talking to Chloe. I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, I looked at her. I was like, she's definitely one of my ex partners. Um, <laughs> all two of them. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. So anyway, I. I, that's my problem. So what I've got to do now is step away from it because I, I get very angry it's with social hard, media. Man. It's it, hard, isn't it? It's, a, it's very, it's very so, hard. Part of me is the same. I'm like, do you know what? Everyone tells you to ignore it and that, but they're not the ones that are getting it. No. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. we'll ignore this. Like the sponsors will be some of your spot, maybe some management that you've got to be like, oh, just ignore it, but they're not the ones getting it. Yeah, I mean, listen, someone's... And some saying, of it's personal as fuck. Mate, someone's... Saying, I mean, listen, but genuinely, genuinely people were saying that I should be shot. And, and bear in mind, the story... The story was that that happened on this particular occasion was I had gone into a, uh, to a, on a public footpath in in with my dog, no animals anywhere near, um, and someone had told me to put them on the lead when we didn't have to because it was a public footpath. Nothing, all this, all basically nothing happened. Yeah. I just told a funny story about an old curmudgeon who had come out of nowhere and told me off, yes. and I made a joke of it. But what people heard was because it was a topic about animals, they went, "Animals are fucking dying." You're like. What? Yeah. And they're like, people die all the year. People's livelihoods. Your dog's not in control. You need to do this. Uh, and sending me pictures of death of dead animals. It's not funny. I was like, Vegas. Minute, nothing happened. I, yeah, I joked. Yeah, I said, it's right. but yeah. nothing happened. And it was like, I don't understand. My dog didn't chase any animals. Yeah. I didn't go anywhere near any animals. Yeah. And all this happened. And then what you do is you should just ignore it. Yeah. But as soon as I engaged, I gave him a hook. And what then what you do is... Did it like consume your whole weekend as Oh well? my God, yeah. But yeah. problem is on the Sunday, I was, I was sitting in a beer garden. So I was getting pissed and doing it. Oh, Jesus. And that's the worst thing. My, my <laughs> wife was telling me not to do it. And I just was fixated by it. That's and the it. angry yeah. and the anger, because what happened was they were getting more and they were getting more and more aggressive, and people were getting more and more outraged that I'd replied to these women. Yes. And people go, You can't we can't say that to a woman. I was like, she sh- literally messaged me yeah. and said, I am a fucking dick. Yeah. And if I responded, and I didn't re- and I responded really cleverly. Like yes. I was like, you know, she goes, You're the biggest dick I've ever seen. I was like, oh, you're not the first woman who said that, you know, yeah. or, you know, or said some version yes, of it yeah. and and then I and I ultimately woke up next time and lost and, and do you know what hard. I don't think we've heard the end of it do you and think you're going to lose every time every you single time you ca- you, you ca- in, a, in a public eye you cannot win and unless you want to talk about it in, and dismantle them in a calm logical way yes you have to block them and suck it up yeah, yeah and honestly 
Um, I, I, I'm never going to do it again. I, yeah, I was trying, really? to, I was trying to channel a bit of a James Blunt style thing where, you know, yes, someone, yes. Cause he's Hillary very funny. Yes, yeah. He is, he is. And, and I tried to do it, but even then, I, you know, I maybe didn't have the intelligence or I still probably went a bit too cutting. Yes. Um, cause I didn't go, you know, I've, I, there was a, something week before though. That's the problem is that I, um, some bloke was like mogging me off my body transformation thing, and I got into oh, him. Sorry. Yeah, and he's like, "You're an influencer," and I was like, "I'm not fucking." Something influencer. to do with the lightning or something. Yeah, lightning. And I was like, "I lost nine kgs, you silly prick!" But um, good thing I've got over it. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and so basically that that so I, I've got you. I, my, this is my thing for anyone, unless you made him famous. Yeah, well, I did. Yeah, famous. I did. And I, yeah, I mean, I got in this. I was just working out of his, a PT working out of his shed that his wife bought him. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, driving his mum's fucking. But, <laughs> Driving his mum's Renault Clio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I got I got I got hammered and I made myself look like an idiot. Yeah. I made myself look like an idiot this weekend. I lost on purely on the fact that I won on, on humour. Yeah. I lost because I got fucked and I lost money. I lost face and I and, and now what people are trying to do is they're trying to tie men you know, me you know, attacking women. Um, misogyny and everyone just hides behind a their gender. You'll get hammered. You'll get hammered with the toxic masculinity. Uh, oh my god! Next. Yeah, we, and, yeah. And, and this is fucking you know. And there's nothing wrong with being a man. I, yeah. You know, men do lots of bad things. Women do lots of bad things. Yeah. Um, just being a, being a masculine man, fine. But I, I on this occasion, it's got nothing to do with fucking nah. gender. Nothing. Nah. To do with I should not have replied. Yeah. And I shouldn't have put myself in it. And the end of the yeah. day, I'm the only one that's got her. And I'm just, you know, I'm never going to do it. I'm Mate, never going to do it. I love, I feel like I've got a world exclusive here. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 which I'll do. Because I'll, I love that this is a big, this is a big thing for you. Because what I love about you, James, is when you are also very self-depreciating. Yeah. Like, you know, I know when I've been a knob. You know when you've been a knob. And I love that. Yeah. Because a lot of people wouldn't admit that. No, I mean, look, and I... And I, I think and that's I, from rugby. Yeah, yes, because you have to be accountable. In a yeah. team, you know, when someone's putting up a mistake on, on the board and going, you missed a tackle, I'm no, I didn't. Yeah. You're like, well, you know, I dropped the ball. With your passes shit, you just yes. look like a dickhead. Yeah. So you have to be a good person to be in that team. And yeah. I, you know, my, Chloe was, was was brilliant. You know, she, uh, you know, unfortunately, I fucked her out of it as well, uh, affecting her because we did some stuff as partnerships. Yes. She was collateral. And she, you know, she's lost clients because of my... My f- speech on on um, on social media at times, and yeah. basically, I'm going to still be myself. I'm still going to have an opinion. I'm just never going to respond. And and yes. you know, because even sometimes people go, you know, you po- I posted about Prince Philip saying that you know what what a man, what a modern man. People are like, well, you yes. know, I can't believe you've, you, you've posted that. I'm not following you. And I was like, this isn't a fucking airport, you yeah. prick. You can yeah. just leave. <laughs> and, like you'd have to tell me you're leaving. Yeah. And again, people are like, oh, you're aggressive. Yeah, by you're the aggressive. way, there's a gif that says that now. Oh, really? There's a plane taking off, and it says this is not an airport. You don't need to announce your departure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I said, you, you can actually, if you, no one gives, come up. You can type it in. Oh, really? You can type in this is not an airport, yeah. and it comes up as great. But I, so I, it's a, what, what it is is for me is that um, I have to if I don't if I didn't want to work in the public eye, yeah. if I didn't want to work with sponsors, yeah. um, and I didn't want to work on TV, yeah. I could carry on. I can't. You can't say you can't say the C bomb. To, to anyone or you know um on these on online yeah because it's just it's just still a, it's still a, a, a bad the funny word. thing is mate the funny thing is is what these people do is they'll attack you you give them some back and then they'll they're the victim yeah yes of course but also you're trying to reason with the rational people yes. you're trying to make them see yeah. and, and for example the chinese whispers was you kill you know it was you should put a dog on the lead it was like well i I didn't need to. Well, animals die, and then it was next. He was like, "Think about this: dog shit blinds people." And then it was like, and it was like, and it's like cows can abort births, and it's like, I, and, and but the thing is, the weird thing was, it was nothing to do with farmers. It was, it was, 
Where I went wrong is I, I, was, I bracketed it as that. I said, farmer's amazing. I love farmer. I do loads of stuff with him. It was just people under the guise of that. And I, and I, I fucked it because I, I, I should have just taken the abuse. Yeah. I should, and what I should have done is I should have taken the abuse, the death threats, everything else. I should have just blocked it because it didn't matter. And I was only replying for my own self-gratification. And all, yes. But what I did was, by the end of it, 17 people removed... He's a woman hater. He's a woman abuser. Nothing related. You're like, yeah. and then it goes round, and then and yeah. then four places removed from that. It's farmers have been killing themselves. You're responsible. I'm like, oh my god, how have I? And then, uh, you know, so so what I did is, it, a, it wasn't the farmer community. It was a section of people under the guise of farmers. I love I love the farmer community, yeah. and I fucked up, and I and I, I, I you know every day's a school day, but. You only get two or three of these, if if that, yeah. in the social media before you're yeah. fucking cancelled. So what's interesting is you. There was probably there was some DMs that nobody would have even like. Yeah. You could have hit them up in the DMs. Yeah. Was it the sharing of it that fucked you? Do you think? It, yes. It was. Yeah. It, it, it was because you could have just sent that DM and yeah, just left it. But they. I, but also because I, uh, you know, I wanted to make people laugh. Yes. I wanted to do the James Blunt thing. I wanted to. Yes. I wanted to. You know, I wanted to not because in the past when people have threatened threatened me. My, you know, the, the aggressive side comes out when you're like, fuck off, you know, you prick, whatever. Yeah. That's not clever about that. Yeah. That's, that's stupid. To, to, to like. That's meeting fire with yeah, fire, but, isn't it? You know, someone to say, you know, you've got a tight, you're tight, you've got a tight dick, mate. And we go, I've got a tiny dick, but I've got a massive wallet. Yeah. You know, just like trying to mug him. I said, like, I can't say that. You're like, you know, you know, even if you did have a, even I had, you know, even if you did have more money than me, you fucking win. I was like, well, I know you've got more money than me because you've had more work done to yourself than the M1. Yeah. But, you know, I just wanted, I enjoyed the thought process of trying to outsmart them or trying to be, but yeah. just, I looked, I just came across as a fucking idiot. And, um, <laughs> And I've just shot myself in the foot, and that's the worst thing. It's basically, I just I might as well have sat at home, uppercutted myself, and thrown a load of money into a bin because that's what I did. Um, and I you just can't do it. And, yeah. and I, I hope I can um, rewind out of it. And actually, I had, I had to have a recheck and a rethink. And I thought, who do I want to be like? And I looked at the Rock, and I was like, Rock don't do that shit. Rock must get fucking hit. I mean, Rock's the most perfect man ever, and doesn't offend yeah, anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in this world, just. Looking like the rock, you get offended. Just maybe him helping too many people pisses people off. Too positive. Too put your too fucking positive. Yeah, works too many hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he push, pushes too many products. Yeah. So there will always be somebody that says something like that, and I just got to be more like him. Is that a hard thing about being in the public eye? Like you've kind of got to think about what you see a little bit more, mate. Uh, listen, there is no excuses, and in the, the world at the moment, there is isms for everything. Everything has an ism or a shame or some kind yeah, of shame. Yeah, on the there's end. a shame or ism on it, and and, it, and if you go the wrong side of an ism, you will never work again. You will never... And I, when I say to you, these people are out to get you, yeah. like, it is the mob... Me- so, for example, they, they, they killed Caroline Flack. She killed herself because she thought there was no way out. And when the media narrative changed to, oh, people on social media, they, the media, the written paper, the print paper, absolved themselves from that by blaming members of the public. Yeah. Members of the public, are, are, a lot of the time, they're not bright enough to know what to think. And it's yeah. when they read something, they see it. And the average IQ in the UK is 100. That's 100. That's the average, right? Imagine how many millions of people are under 100. Yeah. Yet they are on social media and they are dictating policy, dictating people's thought processes, yeah. fucking people up left, right and centre. And someone like me is coming in and you're never going to win. Because why does a company, why would a company want to look into details of me when, she, when he's got four or five IRA people going, he's a sexist, sheep-killing murderer? And you're like, what? Yeah. It doesn't matter. They well, just I, mean, that, I type in your name mm. and I was saying, I went to do a little bit of research. 
all the controversial yeah. shit came up. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like not the great shit. No, no, no. But I mean, I, but it's my. But only the only reason if you if you look back at the controversy, yeah. all that stuff is 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 me replying to people. So I had a thing with the, I said the guy the guy who attacked me for for lighting and said I was an influencer mugging people off. I should have just ignored it. It was nobody. Um, you know the farmers there. I should just ignored it. It yeah. was a funny story. I could have just kept, I should have just kept it. Yeah. You know um, the boat thing. You know, uh, uh, luckily for me, the success I've had through rugby put me up as a profile. I was the only work worth person worth hammering. Yeah. If you put one of my other teammates on, with all due respect to them, no one. It was wasn't a fucking print story. Yeah. You know, I was I was married to Rich and Judy's daughter. Yeah. You know, involved with a boat with fucking some bloke stick a bottle up his ass. That's your story. Yeah, I don't have any value. You know, if someone else attacked these farmers, if 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 another member of the public wrote to you know said, oh, I uh, I didn't put my dog on the lead, you know, it's a shit. Yeah, with with me, the the National Sheep Association has released a statement saying that people need to take more care with yeah, dogs on lead. And true. I was like, I was nowhere near fucking sheep. And that's what I mean. People are changing policy. It's a bit like um. Uh, do you remember Ricky Gervais in Extras where he says about the kid, you know, the kid, and he says, oh, tells that kid to shut up, and the kid's sadly got Down syndrome. And he has to, is it when he's playing that um, actor, yes. he has to give him an yes. Xbox. And that, like, and it's like, Ricky Gervais pushes old person down. And it's like, yeah. but I didn't fucking do it. Yeah. Mate, it's like, it's like that's how bad it's got. It's yeah. like, I've killed animals, uh, uh, abused women. And I, and I, and I, I honestly, I was in a field Surrounded by seven miles of empty field on my own, and an old bloke to walking a dog, and I told I told the story myself, and we're, and people have sent me pictures of death, <coughs> animals' death, saying that I'm responsible, and I was laughing about it. And they said, oh, oh, someone said I'll shoot, <laughs> I'll shoot your dog, and I went, I said genuinely, if I was in a field, a farmer just popped up and shot my dog, so I tied a farmer to a four by four and I batter them, like it's a joke, I, you know, I, and I was and I had one of them um, funny filters on, like Squidward filters on, just like laughing, and everyone's like, you're killing, fu-. I was like. No, I didn't. So anyway, Smart, this is it? it. Yeah, and I, but I, I listen. I fucked up. I'm gonna not do it again. I'm never gonna reply ever again. Dude, speaking of the speaking about the dog, mm. do you know when you know you're in the public eye when your dog runs away, <gasps> yeah. and then the next thing you know, you fucking you, oh my, you've God. got the dog. But that was my wife stitching me up. Oh, was it? So yeah. Oh, so again, she, did she take the photos? No, 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 no. Fuck. There's even worse than that. Well, no, she's not. It's not as bad as that. That's very contrived. Like I know a lot of people do these kind of paid for fake. Pap shoots, but again, the Muppets don't appreciate that. It's not like I don't get on the phone to the media going, "Fucking hell, do you want to uh, come and photograph me?" Yeah. They were sitting outside my uh, in-laws place, yeah. as they always do, trying to catch the thing of Richard or whatever. Hell, right? That's mad, isn't it? The dog, the, the dog, <laughs> the, the dog, the door was left open to the garden. I didn't know. Bertie, little prick, ran out, ran over a main road, and got a fucking run over. Right? And everyone's like, "You haven't got your dog under control." I didn't see him. He's just a fucking dog. Like he's ten months old dog. He, yeah. he so anyway, he ran off. Chloe went out to get him. As mm-hmm. soon as she walked down the steps, she spotted a photographer and was like, "Oh, I'm got no makeup on. I'm not getting fucked." Oh, so then called me. Yeah. And I was halfway through eating a fucking you know burger, and I was like, "What?" And she goes, "Going at the dog." I was like, "Where is he?" She's like, "He's run across the road." Yeah. I was like, "Sorry, why are you even back here?" And she was like, "Well, because there's a photographer." I was like, "Yeah, I think it's probably forget the photographer and just get the dog." So we're having a row. <laughs> I've then run across the field. Yeah. He's the he's like a mile away. He's like in a distance, like as a dot. I've called him. He's looked at me, and he's fucking run off to get to another dog. And my what? And I'm like trying to stay cool because there's like people walking around you going. I'm like Bertie, Bertie. And I was like you fucking prick. <laughs> right. So I've started running. I haven't run in two years with my backside. <laughs> run. And as, as I'm running, he's he's run off and disappeared around the corner. And I'm like they they're dog napping all the time. Have you seen the news? Like they shot. I mean, not not ours, but they shot somebody's. 
dog person the other day. There's a big spate of dog nappings all around oh, the country, really? all around the world. America, UK. Really? Yeah, they're driving around in vans and nicking dogs, and they're especially nicking fox red Labradors. Right. Right? And they basically they turn up at a park, they go for a walk, it wanders off, they boom, bang in a van, they fuck off. They actually shot someone, I think it was in America and LA, dog nappers tried to nick, like, I think it was Daily Gaga's dogs or whatever, and right. they, they shot the fucking guy looking after them just Shit. to get the dogs. Because um, the price has gone through the roof during, yeah. during lockdown. So anyone, so I thought when he ran off around the corner, I was like, fuck, he's going to get nicked now. So anyway, people are like laughing at me. I'm running. And she, my wife's taking the collar off the dog because she wants him to be comfortable. I was like, he's a fucking dog. He doesn't get comfortable or uncomfortable, right? So I can't grab him because this photographer's like, all right, James, have a bit of a problem with your dog. I'm like, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to go fuck off your prick. So you're like, yeah, yeah mate. And he's like, oh, if I've got five dogs at home, you're like, I don't care. Why are you talking to me? How so about I, you grab it? Yes, yeah, so I have to smile. <laughs> I have to smile. So I then get the dog. But as I go to get him, I'm going to grab him by the scruff of the neck. Yeah. As soon as I do that, you're like, oh my God, it, he's abusing dogs. So oh, I had, to, hell, I had to coax the little prick to, and he wouldn't come. So I had to pick up a stick, yeah. get him to get the stick. And then as soon as he got near me, I was yeah. like, right, picking him up. And the bloke's like, do you mind if I take a few photos? Like, we've already been taking them, mate, just to get on with it. So I'm holding Bertie. And as I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, trying not to, but I'm saying to him, listen, you fucking, you ever run off again? Yeah. Like, stop fucking doing that. Yeah. Right. And as I've got there, he's tried to leap out of my hands. He started licking my face, climbed over me, and, and got, I've managed to catch him yeah. by the end of it before he hits the ground. The guy's photographed everything. Oh, I've then fuck. got him, yeah. put him in the, uh, in the garden, and, uh, and, then, and as I'm walking back out, Chloe goes, can you hold my bag? And so I put a, Chloe's handbag on. I've got a handbag, got the dog, and they tied all of it together. And the first story was James goes out for a leisurely walk with his dog, so I, I was like, leisurely fucking walk. I said, I was minding my own business. This, doc, this little prick ran away. And they then ran the story. And then the son, because obviously the guy had a whole raft of photographs, he'd sold the first bit. And they call it doing a bit of a puff piece. It's like, James enjoys funny walk. It's like when I came out of the jungle and they said, James and Chloe in sex marathon. I'd been, I hadn't eaten properly for 18 days. There was no sex marathon. There wasn't even a sprint. There was, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat, and I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. But what they do is they write a piece yeah. that you could, could sue them on, yeah. but you can't prove that it didn't happen. Yeah. And it's pumping up your tyres so you don't um, don't complain, yeah. as they do it all the time. Yeah. And people are like, well, the papers must print the truth. They're like, no, 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 they just bullshit, and they know that you can't fucking sue them, so there's no yeah. point. And also... Yeah. Make sex marathon, people are like, all right, lad. Right, but then the problem is, is, like you say, you Google it, for the next six months, every time you do a story, they'll go, James Haskell, known for his sex marathon. It'll be, James Haskell, falling out with insulting farmers. James, it'll be like, yeah. that's, what they'll, that's what they'll do. Yeah. And so then the son had the, bought the next set of photos with me turning him upside down, me swearing at him, and then ran another story the other day. And then I put it on and people are like, mate, we know it was a fucking setup. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard, isn't it? Yeah, I was what for all hundred quid they were going to give me to fucking yeah. set up a photo. I was like, yeah. you know, if I'd, you know, if a do if I'd been hit by a car or attacked someone, mm -hmm. that would have been worth the, the money, but yeah. not fucking, you know, a dog. Story. Do, do you know what's crazy? It, it's like someone would have loved that. Oh, look, James is so cute yeah. with his dog, and someone would have been like, he's abusing his yeah. dog. Yeah, that's that's I the mean, way the world is, isn't that's it? That's the way the world is. And do you know what? I promise you, I promise you, they would if I grabbed him by the scruff of the neck. Uh, what, they, what, they, what the papers would have done is they would have gone to the RSPCA mm -hmm. or Battersea Dogs Home, yeah. found their PR and gone, what do you think of this? And the PR gone, well, we don't condone abuse of dogs. So then they validate the article by getting an expert to come and do it. They do it all the time. Like I, I, I made a stupid comment on something and they got like a, a, a mental health expert to claim I'd done something. Um, you know, I posted a thing about 
uh, I do a lot of stuff for LGBTQ plus stuff and everything else. And yeah. I post a funny thing about um, a guy in a helicopter. And it's, it's, a, it's a famous meme. A guy is in water, a helicopter. You see him waving. Yeah. And the guy's like, sir, can I help you? And the guy with the speech ball goes, did you just assume my gender? And the guy flies off, right? And this was in 2018. And I was like, this is what's happening in the world. It was like a, yeah. it was like a joke thing. It wasn't about gender or anything. It was just yeah. a, 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 an observation. Yeah. People fucking, you know, I was getting called up by my charities going, you know, giving it the wrong angle. I was like, but it, I'm not assaulting people. I said, I didn't do anything. And they, what they do is, luckily that wouldn't go to press, but they, that's what they do. And they validate this stuff. And then, and then suddenly people go, oh, he must be an arsehole. Yeah. I am an arsehole, but not in the way that people are making out, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it must be quite a challenging balance between being, how do I stay away from all of this fucking chaos controversy? but also not be boring and sell out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just... It'd be think... easy for you to be uber professional, right? Yeah. Actually, it probably wouldn't be easy for no. you to be uber professional, but that's what a lot of people would expect. I, I Look, I, I, I'm i professional in terms of <clears throat> I'll deliver um, stuff, but I, the, the, the ship has already sailed with, with me <laughs> working on Blue Peter or Sea Boobies. <laughs> like, that's, that, that, that ship Reading goes. stories on Blue I, Peter. I will never be... I, I mean, I'm not never be as talented as them. Or, yeah. But I would never be anti-deck. I, they are mainstream. I, I could never do that. Yeah. I've already fucked that by yeah. by, and I don't want to be because if you portray yourself as something you're not, you're going to get caught. And it, and it, and what will happen it's is a Gary Lineker bit. This someone week. will film you yeah. shouting at someone in a thing, and you, you and they'll go, oh my god, I, you know, Tiger Woods on a grander scale. You know that that the fall from grace is way worse. I can be myself, but what you cannot do is a simple. Say the C bomb. Um, uh, at people and reply and respond to people. Yeah. Everything else you can do the same. So I can do the bits we talk about with mental health, my yeah. opinion pieces. I can say all of it. I just cannot engage. You yeah. can be, and, and you can still have an opinion. I can do podcasts. I can yeah. be outspoken, which yeah. I'll always be. And I yeah. and I have an opinion. I'll have a voice. Yeah. But don't respond because yeah. you get fucked. Yeah. Mate, what is um? I've got so many questions. <laughs> Honestly, I've got so many questions now. Was retiring from rugby and sailing off? Into the sunset and keeping a low profile ever on your agenda? No, because unfortunately we didn't. Uh, I didn't earn enough money to ever be able to do that in rugby. Mm-hmm. If it, if I'd been a football player, potentially, yeah. um, but I I couldn't do that. I'm a huge show off, an attention seeker. Not not in, in a, one of those bad. But see, that's what I love that you'll admit that. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, I love being the centre of yeah. attention. I, but I'm a performer. You know, I'm a storyteller and a performer, and yeah. everything I do, the DJing. Yeah. The speaking, the podcasting, the books is storytelling in some form, and yeah. and, and and it's about putting it out there. And I, all that stuff, I love, and um, by loving that, it, I'm very lucky to do it. But that's what I was always going to go and do. I yeah. couldn't sit in an office. I couldn't work normal. You time. like to feel significant. I like to feel yeah. significant, but I also think you've only got one body and one mind. And I think we talked about this on on my, on my pod that. You, you should always be utilizing it and bettering yourself yeah. without a pressure of, I've got to do it. But you've only got one of them. Yeah. And if you don't look after your body, you, when it's gone, you're fucked. Yeah. And you don't look, if you don't develop your mind, you're just wasting yourself. Yeah. And I'm 36. I'm 36 in, in, in April or whatever this goes out. And I, um, you know, I've got more potential life to live than I've had. And I'm not, I'm not a sit around. I have, you know, you, don't, you can't trade on yeah, what I used done. to do. You're not done. Yeah. I'm, I'm not done by any stretch of emotion. So I want to keep chalking those things off, keep being better, keep looking at myself. Like I was on, on the car on the way down here doing my music production course. I was doing something about some um, health and fitness stuff. Yeah. I was, you know, you just always just got to keep that mind ticking over. Yeah. Yeah. So was that whole transition from retiring from rugby into doing something else? Was that a hard thing for you? Because I know a lot of people struggle. I mean, I spoke to Tyson Fury about it, that whole. It's come. He got. He reached this peak of his career, and he was like, "Right, that's 
is this it? Like, I know a lot of people struggle with that transition from retiring from something to doing. Yeah, look, I, I've really struggled with it purely because um, a lot of stuff I do is is it's not vocational. I didn't go into accountancy. I didn't go into being a doctor. Yes. It's all unknown. Um, it's it's very much. You know, you never know when the consistent business is going to come. I've run, I've made some stuff consistent in my life yes. to, to 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 bridge that gap. Yeah. Um, you know, I think emotionally, um, you know, I sort of don't ever feel like I play rugby now, which is weird. Really? Yeah, weird. I don't, I just don't feel like it. I think because is that I, another life. Yes, if, yeah. it, it feels like it happened to somebody else. Really? Yeah, really, really weirdly. I don't, I just, and I, I was always very hard on myself as a as a, a player. I was I had a lot of self doubt. I was always very tough on myself yeah and I was always trying to be better and yeah. that didn't stop until it stopped and then you know I I, I regret not reveling more in what I was doing and yeah. appreciating it yeah. and realizing how quickly the end would come yeah. even though it didn't come quickly for in in relative terms yeah you know but as I said I've I'm not even halfway through my life technically so um I'm I'm I, I did find it difficult I think I was very lucky to to, to meet Chloe and feel some have some support but it's yeah. what I missed did you meet? Were you still playing? When you I was still Chloe, playing. Yeah. yeah, she really helped me in my, and played play some of the, my best rugby with with her and, yeah. and the foundation. Her getting you know the best out of me. But I, I... what position did she play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Hooker. totally in contact. <laughs> Can't believe you didn't. Do that. I was Bro, stop, <laughs> stop yeah. that. Um, but so um, yeah, I, I basically I did find it difficult. Um, I was there a plan? There was a plan, but uh, and I'd always I'd always planned from the moment that I started playing. Mm-hmm. I'd always planned for what I was going to do at retirement. So some players don't do anything, yeah. live their sport only. I yeah. believe that you should ha- always have something outside of whatever it is. So if yeah. you have your family, your job, get a fucking hobby, yeah. and, and if you can monetize the hobby, even better. Because yeah. if your family's not going right, your work's not going right, your hobby can always go right. Even though sometimes it can be tedious trying to upskill yourself. Yes. Um, and I had a plan to do different things, but I didn't sure I wasn't sure what direction it was. And so yeah. much of it's out of my hands. You know, yeah. do you want to um, you know, the book writing stuff? You know, I, I didn't know people were gonna get an offer, but the, we got an offer, we made it super successful. You know, the podcasting stuff, I wanted to do that more consistently. We managed to do that. Yeah. Um but but it's very difficult to have a plan when so much is out of your control. So I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. And when people told me, like with my music career, you'll never really make it as a DJ. And I was like, well, okay, well, what do I need to do? Like, well, you know, you need to have a radio show to be taken seriously. I was like, I'll go and do that. Oh, well, most DJs are producing. I was like, right, I'll produce and uh, yeah. record sign. So I've done that. Was that always, so that was always part of the plan, the DJing? Yeah, the DJing thing. Yeah, my dream was to do two or three speaking gigs a week, yeah. DJs on the weekend, yeah. um, DJs across the, the summer, yeah. podcast in between, and then pick up the you know the gig with a mastercard the gig with ee i did yeah. on monday those kind of things you know yeah yeah so and the, and the djing hasn't really hasn't happened that much has no. it because it's always been open no, well, well nothing nothing i've done's happened apart from the podcast and the book writing so that was very hard in the first part of the lockdown going into retirement and sort of going into retirement traveling you know my chloe and i went to eight countries in or nine countries in five months i had yeah. the world cup stuff in japan i was yeah. broadcasting it was a roller coaster i was assigned to fight at bellator that, was part, of, yeah, that. that was part of a plan yeah trying to get into that uh, spending six months to, to fight for that and then lockdown happened and the fighting couldn't happen the um DJing couldn't happen. The public, the, the speaking, the yeah. corporate work couldn't happen. Yes. And suddenly you're sitting at home going, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And there was a moment where I just turned to Claire. I was like, man, what am I fucking doing? Like, I, yeah. I'm lost. Like, I don't yeah. know. And she was like, right, well, sit down. What, what do you enjoy? What do you make money out of? What should you do? What money have you got coming in? And within 10 minutes, I was like, I was back on task. You know, and I was like, okay, fine. I've got this. I've got this as a plan. Yes. And it recentered me. And then I went away. Yeah. But every now and yeah. then you have these, these moments and I need to be doing stuff. Yeah. 
I need to be. I'm a doer um, yeah. with a routine. If I if I have listless days, yeah. it may that would do my head in. What does your routine look like in the morning? So I always get up about seven thirty eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, I'm, my favorite meal of the day is breakfast. So it's a big palaver for me. So I get I get Bertie out of his his, his crate. Yeah. Sort him out, feed him so he's not mithering. Uh, I get the old uh, get the coffee machine out, big coffee snobs, so and make all the flat white, make yeah. a, a Chemex or whatever it might be. Yeah. Sit down, put on. Chloe's still sometimes in bed. She often gets up slightly early sometimes, but if she recently she's not been great, so she's yeah. uh, um, feeling so she's been in bed. So I've had a house myself. So I put the iPad on, watch a bit of Red Dwarf, watch yeah. a bit of something like an old, like Only Fools and Horses. Eat my breakfast. Yeah. Um, start my emails go and take the dog for a walk hour batter him because if he we have to batter him twice a day uh, I do all that stuff. a lot of dog, energy yeah oh my god but I do yeah. this um, shooting dog training right. so fetching dummies doing this jumping over water take him swimming yeah. <laughs> not with like little armbands on take him like, he goes <laughs> off swimming and then um, I come back and then my the rest of my day will start I'll, I'll maybe go and train with my, my PT yeah. I'll go and do some jiu jitsu I'll go and do something else yeah. and then there'll be the podcasting, the recording, yeah. a day out. And then, for example, on Monday, I was at Wembley uh, all morning till two o'clock doing uh, a launch of their 5G sponsorship with, with Wembley with Peter Crouch, South Southgate, playing fucking uh, augmented reality foosball using the Wembley pitch and stuff like that. And doing, yeah. you know, and then you and then the next day you're back at home doing podcasts and recording. Yeah. And then yeah. today I'm in London talking to you. It's almost like you're busier now than you were when you were playing. Oh, no, I, I, I am. And, and that's what I think Chloe... I, I, told, I spoke to uh, an athlete. I can't remember who said he was going to retire. I'll tell, tell you, I was talking to Dan Carter, mm-hmm. the um, obviously the All Blacks winner. We were doing yeah. a thing on a podcast. He's like, I said to my wife, you know, like, I gave up so much. You know, she gave up so much for me. Now yeah. I've retired. Yeah. I'll give you that time back. I was yeah. like, mate, I said the same thing to Chloe. Yeah. I'm busier now than I've ever been. Yeah. It's bullshit. You're never going to stop. Yeah. So she just need you. Just need to make sure you do have special you time. Do a lot of podcasting at the minute, though. Eh? Me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but do you know what it is? I normally. So what I did when I was first locked down. No joke, I think I did about 60. Because yeah. uh, people were just writing yeah. to me. Um, I was doing my own one. Yeah. So I was, doing, I was doing three. I was doing three of my own ones. I was doing uh, Good Bad Rugby, yeah. What a Flanker podcast, which I've interviewed you for. Yeah. Um, and I did um, Couples Quarantine. Yeah. Then people would write to me all the time. And norm- normally, I, I just, I've said now, no, I'm not doing them because yeah. you could spend your entire life doing free podcasts for people and fucking do nothing else. Yes. And now everybody's got a podcast. You and know, it's like, hard because it's fun. Like, I like. Yeah. I get asked so a lot, I. and I'm like, I'd say yes to all of them. Yeah. Because, hang on, you want me to talk about myself for an hour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At a time. Yeah. And you'll get a send a car yeah. for me or get a trip. I'm like, fucking right. Oh, yeah. well, then my wife's like, why have you? Why are you doing this? Yeah. And it's like you feel a bit rude saying that yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that the 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 good, the bad, and the rugby, and the rugby yeah. one. That's kind of that blew up, didn't it? Yeah, that has. Yeah, that that started as a um. Well, sorry, it didn't start as another one. We I used to do another podcast. Yeah. Um, which uh, they ended up going to administration, and then not not no, if nothing to do with us. Ours yeah. was the most successful thing, you know. But about the yeah, yeah. I need to take this stuff. I can't. I'll be very careful because it's a legal case. But yeah. Okay. I've just got to rethink what I said. Yeah. So basically, I used to have an old podcast and um, uh, that I used to work for with the guys. Yeah. We stopped doing that, and then we set up Good the Bad Rugby, and it went to like number one in the in the, in yeah. the world. It, the trailer yeah. did it as well as other things. And when did that launch? Last lockdown? Yeah, l- last lockdown. Uh, I don't know what, how many episodes we're in now. Maybe twenty or thirty only. Yeah. But but it's sort of people absolutely love it. It's very different. It's about what we, you and I are talking to about personalities. Yeah. It's not about rugby. Yeah. It's about 
the, the people behind the games. And and because I think we we don't try to fuck people over, we really want to celebrate people's career. Yeah, we've had some unbelievable guests, and off the back of that, we've done work with Amazon. We've just done some advert with City Index, and we mm. we're branching out. We've launched a, a women's version of it called um, I saw the good the scars yeah. rugby and basically yeah. that's that Shannon Courtney on. Yeah, right? she's yeah. unbelievable, Shannon yeah. Courtney, man. Yeah, okay. I watched that last fight. Yeah. Mate, yeah. she's badass. Yeah, she um, is. And just interesting to hear about how, you know. And her story's amazing. Yeah. Went into, you know, she went to boxer size. Yeah. She was smoking 60 fags a day, was huge, yeah. eating pizzas and everything else like that, and basically yeah. went into a bit of fun. And someone said, You should have a go. And she was like, No. World champ. Got hit in the face and was like, Actually, I quite like this. This is for me. And she was lovely. She was an amazing guest. So yeah. we do different ones like that. I drop in and out of that one. Yeah. Um, Didn't you, um, do you know how I know that it blew up? Because we launched. This podcast with Tyson Fury and that, and you cunts what number one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right, I'm past Fern Cotton. I yeah. overtook Fern Cotton, and then I'm like, right, Wicks. I'm fucking coming for yeah, you. Yeah, Wicks, you, yeah. Your yeah. curly hair yeah. cunt. I'm coming for you. And then you are right up I there. Know. So, yeah, do you think you'll ever take that in person? What do you mean? Do you think you'd ever do it instead of doing it on Zoom and shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we always did. So we used oh, to do it in the studio. Ah. I only want to do it in person. We How don't much want, better is it? We don't want to do it. We How don't... much better is it? Oh, we person? love it. We love it. But so, oh, so we're actually trying to get a studio now yeah. to build a studio, do something. Yes. Because we all want to have, you know, almost like a soccer AM start, you know, with sofas. Sick. We want fucking memorabilia. We want the, you know, yes. we want it to be our own. Yes. And every week we want to come in there. We want to have screens so we can do the virtual ones with the guests we couldn't get in person. Yes. Demonstrate stuff, do yeah. funny skits. We've just built, we've just built this. Oh, really? Yeah, but no one wants to come to South Shields. Oh, uh, yeah, that is. <laughs> I've got a great studio in the world. Where is it? South Shields? No, it doesn't matter. No, thank you. <laughs> can I just text someone? Because I've got a, a, yeah, of course a you call can. with them. Oh, two seconds, can. sorry. We're, um, instead of sending cars, we'll be sending fucking helicopters. Yeah. People yeah. On there. I know. Yeah. I just, that made me. What time do you need to be done, man? I don't. I ju- I've just got to. Um, I was supposed to have a phone call with someone. Ah. Um, I just need to make sure. Um, I'm just going to message my. No sweat, man. Hi, Steph. Can you just say to Craig um, that sorry, I'm still um, doing this podcast and that I'll call him. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Hi, Steph. Can you just say to Craig that I'm still doing this podcast and I'm not going to make the call, but can um, I call him uh, later today? I'll, I'll call him as soon as I'm finished, probably about five o'clock, maybe. Let me know. Thanks. Sorry about that. See, that's all right, man. It's only because this fucking guy, I'm trying to get hold of me, and I arranged a call, and I think she, my PA got a timing from. Oh, so mate, fine. I um, double book all the time. It's yeah, the worst. It's, it's the worst. It's, it's terrible. I, I double booked this morning. Do you know what happened to me this morning? I went off a walk around London because I fucking ate a big, massive donut last night. And because of this peck team, mate, I can't train. I'm just You're still screwed with it. I had the surgery, didn't oh, I? Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. I how'd that go? I've had it six weeks oh, ago. Oh, shit. Aye. So, You're rehabbing it properly and all that. Rehabbing it, seeing a physio and that. Aye. So I'm walking around London this morning. I'm getting me fucking steps in and that. I need a shit. Haven't got me, I've got me wallet, but just cards. You have to pay 50 pence to have a shit. Oh, mm. I'm 35 minutes away from the hotel. It's the fastest I've ever walked in my life on the way back, yeah. Fuck and I was supposed know. to have a phone call. It was a sales call for a 15 grand sale. And I said, mate, I'm going to have to ring you tonight. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, I wanted to tell him I'm... Halfway across fucking London, I need a shit. shit myself. Oh, mate, I. Anywho, <laughs> so we're talking about podcast studio. No yes. one wants to come yes. to South Shields. So you guys are going to be going back to the studio thing. Yes, that's we're desperate to do it. I mean, you know, it has its limitation, but I think everybody's over Zoom. Everybody's over this this stuff. Everyone's sick of can watching. Can you hear things. me? Can you yeah, hear me? Yeah. Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah. I'll change the. Oh, yeah. Mate, yeah. What did you say? No, uh, nobody. No, you go. It's no, the worst. No, you go. What? Well, no, and it's like you're like what? Are we going? And then you stop. No, but, and we spoke at the same time, you're like, fuck. Oh, fuck. You're like, fuck. What? Yeah, it's yeah. so bad. And just doing it in per- just a different fucking interview, isn't it? I know. It's just a different interview. So what happened, what's happening with the MMA? So, it's a good question. I basically, I mean, obviously it was kind of a, a mad decision to, 
to go into it anyway. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good plan. Yeah. Obviously, Bellator is an amazing organisation, and I yeah. absolutely loved it. And I, you know, shoot London Shoot Fighters. The coaches there are incredible. Um, I spent six months going, um, you know, six days a week, uh, four hours in the car, mm-hmm. and doing it. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, I basically overtrained myself into to oblivion as well. I had I had I got blood tests and stuff, and they were like, "You, we on a day off, the creatine kinase, though, like muscle breakdown stuff of your body, was the same as if I played back to back test matches against South Africa, and that was a day Fucking off." Hell, yeah. really? And I was, you know, and I was in the cage fighting three days a week, so yeah. proper proper sparring. Yeah. And then every day boxing, sorry, every day jujitsu and wrestling sparring. Wow. And then some days we're getting me back in for an evening session. Jujitsu every day is no duel. No. And it, well, what it would be, it would be wrestling and then go, right, five, five minute rounds, roll. And then, and then you go recover, drive back to Northampton, um, you know, shower, go to the thing, recovery. Uh, day, uh, recovery day, I was at David Lloyd in that ice bar thing up to my neck. <laughs> Just, I try to eat. And obviously when I come out of the jungle, I'd, um, I'd uh, lost, you know, 12 kgs or whatever because not eating. Yeah. And then you go straight into training. When I, I, I wore um, I wore a heart rate monitor for some pad work. Yeah. And I, I burnt 1,500 calories in 30 minutes just doing the, the, the stand-up. Oh, and, that, and then I had an hour and a half of wrestling. I mean, the stand-up's the easy part, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I know. The stand-up's the easy part. You can cheat so much. I know. And then, uh, and so then, so then basically I did that. And then to have it taken away, things like my, you know, my, my I've got three bulging discs in my back. My ankle, the arthritis in my ankle became awful. Yeah. So I just don't know because I've not earned any money during that lockdown without yeah. doing stuff. I'm not, yeah. not sure I can commit to doing that again yeah. when, because originally the financial lure of it yeah. was, but with, with at the moment, I mean, unless I've shot myself in the foot with this stuff and never work again. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is one of the things. The incentive is still there to want to fight. I think I'm going to do something. I'm going to start back up the jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I've got, I went to uh, shoot fighters the other day. I might some. I mean, all these YouTubers are fighting uh, boxing. I might fucking try and you know fight a YouTuber or something. Mate, that's a great idea. Yeah, Mate, celeb celeb yeah, fight, boxing match, and that would be much easier than going to fight some cunt in a, in a cage. And then, I mean, the thing is, MMA my limitations at my kind of time, but boxing would be easier. You know, yeah. jiu- I think jiu- try, my my goal is and the fighting stuff is get a, a black belt in jiu jitsu. That's what I want to do. Spend the next fifteen years trying to do it, yeah. Yeah. and then um, I might have a couple of boxing matches. Yeah, but I'm not fighting people for. Um, Unless I'm getting paid. Yeah. Just be careful. Like, I don't even go, Shari. Yeah, great. Fuck Shari. Well, mate, that fame MMA. You remember that fame MMA thing? Yeah, yeah. The fame Harvey fought on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. My mate Sam Gowling fought oh, on really? it. Oh, really? And they're paying decent money. Yeah, I think, yeah. But I just think some of these, you know, some of these <clears throat> fight nights and stuff like that. So Fun would be it. finding somebody to match your weight. Yeah, fine. Probably end up fat, some fat YouTuber. Hopefully. <laughs> Any fat YouTubers want to get filled in? Let me know. <laughs> But again, I'm saying people, people write to me. Loads of ex players have called me out, and all, people are offering me out for fight all the time. We do this for charity. I'm, like, I'm, I do a lot for charity already. I'm not fighting for money. Yeah. If you, if I'm going to fight, I'm getting paid. Yeah, fact. Yeah, and I'll, do I'll some, get paid. I'll do something else for charity. People forget that. Like you, you, you. How long? How long have you been retired? For Two years. Two years. And if you imagine doing six days a week, so I'm so tired and so bad, I couldn't do anything else. So I couldn't come in and do this. Yeah. Could be fucked. I'm not. I'm not coming all the way down to London again just yeah. to talk to you. You know what I mean? You, yeah, I was really yeah, yeah, yeah. People go, "Could you speak in this? Could you drive here and do this?" I'm like, "Well, I've got. I've just. You know, I had to go and do the um, some dinner, and yeah. I basically <laughs> had live spot and turn up was like black and blue yeah. in this dinner like this, trying to talk to people, then get up and, and perform. Yeah, it's a full. You think about it. That's MM. Bellator is a professional gig. Professional gig. Professional means full time, mate. Six I, I wasn't messing around. I, you know, the guys at Sheep Fighters like, if you don't take this properly. Take it seriously. You could die. They if might you know, not put you in. Yeah, they might be like, no, you yeah, know. Our coaches were like, you know, Paul, uh, Marius, and and uh, Alexis are the, are the coaches at London mm-hmm. Shoot Fighters, and they are serious fucking people. You know, they um, 
that all the guys who do fight for them, you know, uh, you know, a London shoot fighters for life. And if you, um, if you embarrass that gym mm -hmm. and didn't tip me, it's just not worth it. It just wouldn't worth disrespecting any of them. Um, you know, and especially as I, I was, I could have got filled in by even the cleaner in that, in that place. So I, I, if I want to fight, I want to make sure I do it properly, but I need to make some better decisions. You know, yeah, what the, made you, um, was it, did Bellator come first or did the, MMA come first. No, Bellator came first. I'd always done uh, wrestling and jiu-jitsu to help me with my rugby. Oh, had uh, you? Yeah, I'd always done that, yeah. I'd really? Always, yeah, yeah, I'd always done like, I'd go and do one-on-ones with Paul Ivins at Shoot Fighters, help yeah. me with tackling. And part of the reason my tackling was so good was because of that. Um, breakdown work, being able to control people's bodies to get on the ball. Yeah. I love doing pads because of, who doesn't like sucking smacking pads? Because you think you're uh, like May Mayweather yeah, you until you realise the pads aren't hitting yeah. you back. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, I could, I could fight. And then yeah. someone belts you right in the face. You're like, yeah. actually, I can't fight. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, so that was quite, that was interesting. So I'd always done that. Yeah. But then Bellator just, a guy called me, a guy called David Green, lovely guy, called me up and was like, do you want to, um, you know, I'll go and have a meeting. And I thought it was about presenting. I was like, brilliant. Because I used to present a show for BT Sport on the UFC. I did 40 shows for them. Well, 30 oh, really? shows them, yeah, on, on um, the beat. And it was great. It was like, you know, off, uh, day off work. I went and did all And again, that was while I was playing, just yeah. to te upskill myself. Yeah. And it would just be me and a crew and I'd present and we'd um, do the show and people absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, and I thought he was asking me to do that and then he offered me to fight. And I, was, yeah. I basically laughed. I was like, what the fuck, mate? I'll ki get killed. Yeah. And then, you know, then they talked about uh, the financial stuff. They talked yeah. about who I could train with what I would do and I was like sounds like a dream let's I do mean, it my wife was like you're a fucking idiot like was like crying was like you don't you know like because I just basically said I want to do this she's like well we'll talk about it and then I'd sign the contract <laughs> <laughs> and she because I knew she'd say no and she was like you know when she was like nursing me when I was fucking couldn't walk properly limping after spot she was like you're off you're an idiot yeah and basically I mean I'm right more often than she is when we have like disagreements over stuff yeah. but more every time I don't follow her advice I get it wrong. Yeah, them women are smart, bro. Mate, she's very smart. Way yeah. smarter than I am. Yeah. 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 She doesn't fight with people on fucking social media for no reason, do stupid <laughs> shit, and get herself in trouble and then wonder why. It's funny, you know, because my wife doesn't do that. But sometimes I'll share a comment that someone said. In fact, there's this there's this forum. I've mentioned it twice in the last two days. I shouldn't give it any yeah, other time. Yeah. But there's this thing. It's an old school forum, right? Right. And people are under, under these, uh, what would I call them? Anonymous names. So right. it's like an old school forum. Right. right? Remember forums, right? Yeah, yeah, people yeah. used to, I'm sure rugby where losers go, Where losers go to die. Exactly Who that. the fuck's ever signed up to a forum? Uh, that's what I mean. Who's that? Okay, it, ask yourself this. Any of you listeners, if you've commented on this video, <laughs> why? Because <laughs> no one gives a fuck, right? Genuinely, why? <laughs> I ain't going to read it. You ain't going to change I mean, me. I'm going to read it. You might, well, you might read it. <laughs> Right, I'm, serial killer. I'm, I ain't I'm new it. on YouTube. Right. But the, the, so I, I was looking for an article that I wrote and I found this forum and it was basically they were just talking shit about me, about my accent. It's like I, I hate his accent. I'm like, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> and anyway, I posted the comments. Get back in the like, fucking taxi. <laughs> so I put these comments up. My wife's like, do you know what? That's not okay because, and this is what I want to talk to you about. She was fuming because she's like, I'm not fuming because they did it about you because I'm, I can deal with it. But they're doing that about other people who mm. maybe can't deal with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's why people are killing themselves. People are genuinely it's killing awful. themselves. That's what people are accusing to me. You know, so someone comes, <laughs> this is what matters. Someone comes and goes, you're a fucking dick, James. And I, I hammer them. Yeah. And they're the they're, victim. They're the victim. Then they yeah. kill themselves. And it's like, but, but I, I, well, I'm about my mental health. No one's, the best thing about all this stuff, yeah. all the stuff that all the abuse I got, no one's asked me once about my mental health. No, no one's ever asked, how are you with it? How are yeah. you doing it? I'm yeah. like, 
well, do you know what? I, I think I deal with it by going on the attack. So, um, yeah. but I think the, the forum stuff is interesting. I, I joke I said about if you comment on this YouTube video, you know, then what, what's the fucking point? No. If you've gone and signed up to a newspaper, so you've registered your username and profile and gone and commented on a newspaper, you're a fucking scumbag. And yeah. if you said something bad, because there you're is looking no point. for, I'm quite proud of this. I've never commented something negative on any. No, no, have I? Shit. I mean, I, I, I've said funny, like tongue in like, to mates, like taking the piss. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. Never, I've never gone out my way and gone, you know, Wayne Rooney's a dickhead and gone tweeted it. Yeah, I just, it just wouldn't do that. Yeah. And an extension of that, if you're the, if you're even lower than that, and you've gone onto a forum, and it isn't a forum about helping people like with techno- technological answers. Like I go on forum to find, like I type into Google, my Mac won't do this, and it'll take you for a forum, and I go on it, and people respond, and I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. If you're into that shit, that's fine. Yeah. If you're a forum mugging people off, yeah. you are scum. Yeah, this forum is, and you're legit. stupid. Yeah. This forum is legit just fascinating people. That's what I mean. Why? And, you, and you're part of it and you think you're really cool. You, all the rest of us who've got a, a brain cell amongst us are literally laughing at you. And I promise yeah. to God this, genuinely. Anybody who, who signed up to that forum, signed up to a newspaper article or commented something bad yeah. um, uh, and attacked someone, you pressed a button and they just instantly disappeared. But like Thanos, yeah. clicked your finger, the yeah. world would be, I would say, 42% better. <laughs> Forty-two percent better it would be. You would you, you, you it, people you would instantly make it better. I yeah. promise to God, it would be. I reckon be about a million people would just vaporize overnight. Yeah. No one would miss them. No one would care. I don't know much more. How much of a different world it would. But be. you know what the worst bit was? If, if it was announced on the government, it was like right. By the way, this is going to happen. And you were looking across and say he, he disappeared, and you were like, fuck. He was on a, on a forum. What a prick! Like we didn't know because we don't because it's anonymous. That's why I'm campaigning along with other people to get stuff to make sure you have to put your ID and stuff. And if I you want to be a new video editor for a start, yeah, yeah, well, new editor. yeah. That's what I mean. But if you didn't know, because because yeah. some of you don't know, because he's like sneaky monkey yeah. head fifty five yeah. on, online going <laughs> Paul Mort's accent's fucking annoying, and he's yes. working with you. And, you. and you ask him, and you ask him why is he doing it, yeah. and you find out it's because he was bullied as a kid and he yeah. didn't didn't address it, and yeah. he he can't. He's jealous of your success. Yeah. If you you know if you put him into a put car battery. Leads their nuts oh. and t- on each one of these person or nipples or whatever it was, not don't discriminate. And you crank <laughs> and you ask them, "What are you doing?" Yeah, it would always be something like, "Are unhappy." Some people are just can't. I mean, some people are just bad people. Yeah, that's the thing. And I think often they're just doing it them, to make themselves feel better. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, I'm like, do you know, it's not okay. I've never, th- I've never felt better. Like I don't feel better. I felt, I felt, um, uh. Kind of, if I made, if I said something witty and, and battered yeah. these people, I, I, I got some sort of because I was like, I've made you look like a tit. Yes, that I joy. I've never and insulting. I was never made me feel bad. Like fighting, yeah. I was never made me feel better about myself. Yeah. Losing, um, you know, winning stuff, I feel better. Yeah, but you know, just going on to the thing to Paul Mort's accent is shit, and having a chat with him, people go, yeah, it is shit. I hate go, yeah, it is shit. There was one that said, I hate how he sniffs when he sniffs all the time when he's doing these videos. I'm like. I had a fucking cocaine. It's about to say you've done enough bag to me, sink exactly, a ship. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I've done. I had a coke habit, and I broke my nose a few times. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm kind of sniffing. Not a time. great combination. Nah, it's the worst you're combination. The, you're ever. the Daniela Westbrook of I'm of the, podcasting world. I, I, that's exactly what I am, Daniela. If you're listening, I'd be very interested to interview you. By the way, yeah, she very. Be, yeah, she, I think she'd be amazing. Actually. I think she's been on that James English's podcast. Is she? Yeah, he gets great guests. Really? Who is he? Do you know nah. who he is? No. Nah. He's had fucking. Uh, he gets like. He usually gets like big gangsters on, like people that have been in jail, oh, really? murder and that. And he's had 
Tony Bellew on, Darren Taylor on, all those. Really? All those. Oh, he's got. But there's also a world that I just don't know anything about. Like, if you actually know, like, proper gangsters and criminals and, re- and real stuff going I mean, that's... on. We live on a surface of, like, real comfort. Yes. Mate, if you drill down some of the some of the world that we don't see. Mate, well, someone said, would you ever have any ex-criminals on? I'm like, I don't really know any. No. Nah. Do you know what I mean? But the thing is, I'm interested about the property game. Like, I know people, if you get into the property game, yeah. before long, you, you come into someone and it's a gangsters that they own something like yeah, get rid of it, you know, yeah, or, yeah. or some, you know, like you read about stuff in these papers of these guys. That's why it's so dangerous on social media as well. And this is a bit, piece of advice really. And I've got to start taking yeah. is I'm genuinely concerned that someone's going to come and knock on my door and fuck acid right in my face. Mm-hmm. And you think it's like beyond the realm. Oh, dude, I had, I had a, a guy threatened it, that he was going to kill me. And then he sent me an address. It was my mum and dad's address. He said, who lives here? And it wasn't. I had to get the police out on shit. But that's yeah. what I mean. I'm, I'm genuinely concerned because there was a, a, there's a story about a guy. It was in Scotland. Yeah. And um, a woman in London wrote a book review of his of his book. Yeah. He drove down from Scotland and threw acid in her face on a doorstep Fuck. for not for for a fucking bad review. Right. Yeah. That kid the other day, they were calling each other out on Snapchat, and some bloke walked over and just stabbed him. Oh no, walked down and just shot him. Or the other day, just and you're like, you don't because you don't think like I'm I'm I've got like. I've got firearms license. I've got all this. I shoot. I do all this stuff. Yeah. It doesn't occur to you to ever get a gun and go and shoot someone. And or like you would think, I would think of the consequences of stabbing someone or fighting someone. Whatever else. Unless I was fighting for my life, yeah. I just wouldn't. If we had a row, we'd have a tell. I wouldn't think about kicking you in the fucking head or stabbing you, mate. These people do not give a shit. And and that's why you have a challenge with someone, someone online. Mm. One of these people calls you out. They will. In these days, you will die. Yeah. That is, and the thing is, you think about think that's coming. You think that's going to happen. What to like me? Actually, is no. Do you think it's oh. going to happen to someone high profile? Um, I yeah, a hundred percent, mate. Well, I mean, you, yeah, I I just think like you, the worst was that there was that, that that woman the other day. I mean, well, she wasn't high profile, but some fucking guy got a mistaken identity and threw acid on her face. Got the wrong Shit. fucking person and and, and maimed her for life. Yeah. And what what happened is somebody. I mean, well, you get you get these. Um, I was talking to. Um, Chloe and I watched 24 Hour Party People mm-hmm. um, about uh, the Hacienda and Tony Wilson, the guy who created uh, music in there. He used to manage the Happy Mondays, I think. And and uh, there was a stalker woman that was after him, Chloe, uh, after him, Chloe said, and she came around and threw acid in his wife's face. Fucking hell. And this was years ago. He's, he died of a brain tumour and, and everything else. Like that. He's an ama- yeah. amazing kind of guy and really yeah. interesting. And he's actually, Steve Coogan plays him in the movie, but apparently Alan Partridge is a little bit based on him and amongst other people. Right. Um, but someone will do that. Like you hear about these, you know, there was that celebrity where the, the person was living under their floorboards, had got into their people's houses and they're always trying to kill people. Celebs get it. Real famous super celebs get it. Yeah. But a mid, like a, a mid-level Z-list operator like me, yeah. yeah, at some point someone will fucking try and come yeah. and kill me. The only, the, the only thing I always say is, is if you, if you come round and I see you coming and there's a bit of a mistake, yeah. I ain't going down like a fucking, I'm not going, I'm going to go down, I'll take something of yours, like an eye, a nose, yeah. something. I'll or get. Peck. I'll get. I'll get anything. I will attach myself to you like a spider monkey. <laughs> and if you don't blind me or get me, I'm fucking coming straight back at you. <laughs> so that's my only. That's my only caveat to it. It's not going to be as simple. Yeah. But I am worried. So talk to me about then this um, social media thing that you're campaigning for to have people be not anonymous anymore. Yeah. So I, I've I, I've talked about it for a long, long period of time. Anonymity that people strive for online is is brought the worst out in humans because we mad people and angry people used to be confined to villages and corners of the world. And what we do is we used to get you and I go in the pub and we go, fucking hell, Paul Mort's accent really pissed me off. And we'd have a pint. Now we go, I must tell Paul Mort. And then if you're a real loser, you go and like set up a forum and go yeah. into that or, yeah. or, the, or the, the extension of that. Yeah. 
when you post a song online, so I'm a DJ, so every time I do a DJ set, within, within 10 seconds, boom, copyright, you've, so you've taken this person's music, copyright, copyright, copyright. Yes. Yet, online, if someone's abusing somebody, nothing happens. If, if you report them, they can do it. So they have an algorithm that can pick shit up, yeah. right? So I've signed a petition and I've said after the Caroline Flack death and everything else that you, can't, you should not be able to be anonymous online. You sh- if you want to uh, be a real sicko, go on the dark web, yeah. right? If you know, if you if you if you'll go about, you know, if you're watching porn, unless it's free porn, you still have to put your bank card details in and put your fucking name in, even if you don't use your real name. By the way, who pays for porn? <laughs> well, it depends if it's real professional niche stuff. And that, but who lasts? Like, who watches the whole story? I don't, I don't no, watch the story. No. Do you know when? Do you know what I mean? No one's ever watched the whole story. Women actually apparently watch the story because like, the more, the more I, I've talked to my wife about it, talking to other people about it, the storyline <laughs> like is you know if the acting's appalling or it's just like a big dick, it, it doesn't. Yeah. There's not. Have seen it. big sausage pizza before? No. So this is a this is a porno channel that where the, the pizza delivery guy turns up. Oh, yeah. Mill fans has the door. And when she opens the pizza, he's got his dick. Amazing. Amazing. So, you know, <laughs> I have to Google that later. No, the, but, but so, you you know, if you want to do that stuff, it's fine. So there's no other reason. When you're yeah. banking, you have to put the real details yeah. in. Kids at the moment are going on social media and should not be on there. Yeah. People say, uh, someone said to Chloe the other day, what about the young girls? Young girls should not be on social media. Young men should not be on social media. 16 is the age limit, apparently, for things like Instagram. Yeah. They shouldn't be on it. If you want to be on social media, you should have to put your name, your passport number in, your social security number in, yep. something, and make it verified that it's fucking you, and then you will stop people doing stuff. And if, if you I do agree. do it, you've got the consequences. And people who say you get you get hacked, we get hacked as it is anyway. Mm-hmm. You've got to do it because it, it has to happen. And the fact is they can do it, and these people can do it, but they don't want to do it. And they, Why? Money? Money? Uh, yes, people yes, will use it? Yes. And do you know what it is? It's because A... Um, uh, all these conversations spike you, you know, these arguments and battles. It spikes more views, more content, more everything. Yeah. If you re- remove that or reduce it, they, they, I don't think they get the value. Yeah. I've it's got Open Drive. I'm trying to get a fucking blue tick. Oh, yeah. Fucking best selling author. I have to upload me driving. Have you not, um, yeah, but have you not done the old verification process thing? Have Where you, you have to upload your driving? Yeah, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Uh, it's not. No, I'm not, I'm not no, no. enough. I might be able to help you with that. Might you? Yeah, I've got someone who might be able to help you. Oh, they, they, they're not, it's all these big companies are really slow at doing all this stuff. Yeah. But it's amazing. They can shut you down. Like I, I, I uh, Chloe wrote a, made a, a comment saying, oh, sorry, I, I she was being a basic bitch. And I, Facebook blocked her. And it's like, because you used a hate speech. Like, no, I, I called really? myself a bitch. And so they, so like, for example, some of those tweet, those Instagram posts on the weekend, someone reported them and they took them all down. And they're like, you are li- your account was liable to get deleted if you keep doing this. That happened to Darren when someone racially abused him. Yeah. And he put a photo of her and they got shut down for yeah. hate speech. She yeah. racially abused him. Yeah. Yeah. And he got... Yeah, that's what I mean. Because if you put anything, but then so that's why you just can't reply. So yeah. someone can say, I'll fucking shoot you. You're a dick. And if I go say something funny back, you're like, you're a hippocrocker pig. Yeah. Boom, you're done. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. So I want people to have to stop um, being anonymous. I want people to... Sorry. That's all right, man. I want people to be, I don't want people to be anonymous, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what, I want to ask you one more question, right? This is something that I'm on at the minute because I'm still trying to understand it. What's your whole deal with this toxic masculinity thing? Because you've probably been accused of it before, right? Yes. Yeah. I think I'm the definition of toxic masculinity. (laughs) If you were going to draw a picture of someone who's toxically masculine, wouldn't it look like me? Big meat head, tattoos, (laughs) outspoken. Yeah. Went to all boys schools, schools from the yeah. age of seven to eighteen. Played a professional team sport with no mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I would. I think would would yeah. What's your whole take on it then? It's fucking crap. Like, look, I I don't think I think gender roles. The concept of like blue and pink jobs. You know, it's blue jobs and pink jobs, right? Yeah. It's it's old. You know, there should yeah, be no there should be no glass ceiling to what anyone can do. No mm. one should ever tell you what you should look like or what you should do. And the expectation for, for example, women in particular. You know, I think there was a big sea change where, they, for example, on the TV, they found out all these. Um, women were being underpaid right and then basically what they did decide to do was that they they removed a lot of men and put women in there people were like oh sure it should be the best person for the job and i was like look we all know it should always be the best person for the job but for so long it's been imbalanced if you put the people who might not be the best there at a the moment it gives girl, young girls aspirations and so in 10 years you're gonna get the very best because people can see where they're supposed to go yeah. And for me, i think that's an example where i think things needed to change being masculine there's nothing wrong with being a man mm-hmm. right I, there are physical, clear physical differences between men and women. What can be, that you cannot deny science. It doesn't matter what you say, how much yeah. you say. Men are more often not stronger than women, yeah. uh, but more, you know, and there are things that I, you know, that I could do in a physical capacity that my wife could not do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't make me any better. Yeah. It just means that it's common sense. There should be some stuff. And I think with masculinity, you know, being a white middle class man, right, is pretty much down on the pecking order of anything that anyone's interested in. Yeah. Rightly so, because so much stuff has been in balance and we need to change things. But also, there's nothing wrong with being me. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion of being a man and going, I like cars, I like technology, I like cigars, I like whiskey, I like doing this. You know, know, toxic masculinity, uh, you know, and saying, do you know what? I want to be fucking better and I don't want, you know, I I don't like crying, but I, you know, but then still being open to go, do you know what? I I can change, I can develop and saying that I've got problems. People who go around going, you should just shut the fuck up, mate. They're idiots. That would be a definition of toxic masculinity. You know, someone saying that, um, that you know uh, uh, like mate just fucking talking gets you nowhere we talked about it your, your philosophy yeah. talking without physical change is is nothing yes without action yeah without action yeah. Is, is absolutely nothing and you know those people are morons and they're, they're cavemen yeah and you're always going to have cavemen and misogynists who, who see stuff but you've got all you've got all these people stop labeling everybody as that and I, I look i don't give a fuck what people say i'm a man i'm proud of a man i i've got i accept uh every race color creed I fucking don't give a shit about um, uh, what gender you are. I certainly don't care about what sexuality you are. If you're a good person, you're a good person. If you're a dickhead, it doesn't matter where you come from, what you do, what you look like, what your orientation is. Yeah. And that's all that's all that matters. To and me. I think that for you, mate, do you know why I'm not, I'm not buying a toxic masculinity thing for you because you accept all of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You accept all of that shit that, you, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. sometimes do this. Yeah, I'm... Listen, I, 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 look, my social references, my frame of references are skewed yeah. because my, for example, with women, my, my only um, experience of women was as a, a, a attractive female, as a sexual object. I didn't have female friends. I didn't go to university. Yes. So you have to unlearn a lot of those things. You know, if you have bad, if you have bad gender roles in your life and you see people, t- you know, and you think these expectations, you, you've got to learn. But everybody has different experiences and you've got to understand that, like, like with all the stuff where we're trying to bomb, bombard and abuse everything that happened in the past, you can't bring today's standards onto people because what was going back then yes. was the norm. Yeah. Whether it was fucking right or wrong is another moralistic discussion. Yeah. But you can only do stuff moving forward. And if I've only ever seen, you know, men talk down to women, smacking them on the bum and yes. all this kind of stuff and doing all the weird shit that these weird men think is yeah. acceptable yeah. and i start doing it well I, you know i've either got to fucking learn pretty quickly that that isn't correct or not and yeah. i i'm all about self-development always open to learn and i can tell you this my life as a man is easier than a woman's purely because 
uh, everyone I've interviewed for the podcast and talked to women is that I've never walked into a room and gone, I want to be sexy but um, uh, and, and serious, but not too serious and not too sexy because I don't want to be taken not seriously. I don't want to be seen as an object. Yes. I, 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 so, you know, I've never had someone in a room as, as like four men and one woman and every time the woman speaks we pretend she didn't say anything or like not look her in the eye yeah. I've fucking seen it first hand with me and wife so we have a long way to go yeah. and there are there are men who are so fucking misogynistic or toxic that are there but it's not me and I don't care what you say I'm not me turning around and being I'm a man this is what I believe in yeah. this is what I think and, and, and sharing an opinion I don't think it is toxic. And anyone can say anything. Everyone wants to label everyone with a fucking ism or something. Being a man's a good thing. Yeah. Being a good man is a good thing. Supporting your wife's a good thing. You know, they talk about all, you know, all the royal family stuff outside the way. You know, Prince Philip, the original G, you know, they talk about men being intimidated by their wife's role. His wife was the queen, right? And he sat mm. and did what he was supposed to do. And, you know, everyone has mistakes. There's no yes. such thing as put, if you put people on the pedestal, you're going to fail. But it, I, lo- I looked at him and it made me reevaluate myself, going, actually, do you know what? What a guy just sitting there, no nonsense. No one changed him. And he was the ultimate guy in the public eye that you could have got slated. And he didn't get changed. Yes, people always say everything else about other members of his family, whatever. Yeah. That's not yeah. what I'm here to talk about. Yeah. And I think being a man is a good thing if you're a good man. And yeah. we need good, powerful men at, you know, in this world. I want to finish on this because it's a powerful point. In your opinion, how do we get better at being good men? We have to fucking listen. We have to be. We have to be, be prepared to understand that we don't always get it right. That we that we need to. Um, you know, I think to be better, you have to stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and worry about yourself. Yes. You have to, you you have to look at yourself and go right. Could I be better? And you have to be prepared to get feedback. And you can't just you know. I'll give an example, like the you know this this football saga thing, right? Someone defined it really well, and they said this football this elite league thing they wanted yeah. to set up yeah. was like. They'd all planned a lads trip and forgotten to tell their missuses. And when their missus found out, everyone fucking panicked and stopped it. Yeah. You've got to stop talking to lads going, I've got lads opinion. You've got to be able to talk to people and see that we might not have it right, that your mm-hmm. perspective might not be right, and we mm-hmm. can get better. And if we're better and we're supportive and we stop believing old gender roles and stop yeah. being intimidated by successful women, I want my wife to be more successful than me. I want to push her. It doesn't make me any less of a person. Yeah. And if you stop putting all your shit onto other people and start working yourself, going, could I be better? Mm-hmm. You stop worrying about that and you start getting better and yeah. start saying, you know, your interactions with people. Yeah. Am I like that? And if someone says to you something shit, if 10 people are saying the same thing, then it's true. If one person online says you're fat, then you're like, no, can you ignore that? If 50 people are going, fuck me, you're overweight. Yeah. You're probably overweight. If they go, you're lazy and you're always late. Yeah. If your whole team says you're doing it, you're late. You know, and you just got to be, that's how simple it has to be. Yeah. I love it. Um, Mr. We didn't even get to talk about the jungle. We didn't, yeah. It's not a lot to talk about there on that, to be honest with you. No. I, I came out as, I went in the uh, first two weeks, was, it was apparently on to win it. Then I became public enemy one, number one. And then what did I, you do to be public enemy number um, one? I said that women should go first. And I, and, I, and I said that women should go first, not fucking talking about stuff. Yeah. Um, and apparently chivalry is not um, telling women where to go. It's letting them decide. And then I, they all, they all fucking messing around guessing some answer, trying to make it so complicated when there's an A or B with no actual fact yeah. about it. And I just said, fucking hell, can everyone just shut up and just vote? And yeah. then they voted and they there's 10 people in camp. Five people vote for A, 10 people vote for B. That's 15 people. You've got it wrong. Do it again. Do it again. Three times they fucked it up. Yeah. I was like, there's fucking 10 of you. V- fucking choose. Yeah. And I basically, I walked off saying that I can't be involved with this sh- circus of stupidity yeah. I'm too intelligent for it and everyone ooh oh, James Askin says he's clever and everyone I was like no I'm too intelligent to debate an undebatable question Yeah. and then the public are like he's a fucking wife beater he's abuser he's oh, shouting at women oh. and then when I left the camp 
all my campmates' reactions because the papers went for me. The editors on the show tried to fuck me over. And then uh, every campmate, apart from one, cried. Mm -hmm. And every campmate said, I can't believe you've taken Jay's the best thing about it. The words they said were... My, I cried when I saw it. I cr- that's the last time I fucking about. I cried like a baby because it was just vindication. Yeah. And Ant and Deck were like, "We've never seen a reaction to, to camp. Yeah. Someone leaving camp as that." Yeah. You know, Caitlyn Jenner was like, "You've fucking ripped the heart out, telling them off." And because of that, I then came back out of it, and everyone was like, "Oh, he wasn't a dickhead." Yeah. And the papers were like, you know, uh, viewers of, of I'm a Celebrity. So you're like, glad you did it. Oh, I'm glad I did it. Well, I'm glad I did it because it put me into a different position publicly. Yep. The fans of the show are unbelievable. They're way nicer than sports fans. Everyone's really? really complimentary, unless something like um, this weekend happened, and then people go, I didn't fucking like him when I'm a celeb. He was a bully on that. <laughs> That's what they say. But most people are, are, are wonderful. Yeah. Um, and it could have ended my career before it even started, but actually subsequently it helped me, but didn't change my life in any way because I didn't... I had a plan, but because I haven't got a demographic... so. Um, Jacqueline Josser, um, you know, a kind of very, you know, very like beautiful woman, very kind of empowered with female, yeah. kind of got a clothing range, um, the soap star, yeah. you know, Roman Kemp music, yeah. um, you know, all the teenage girls love him. Mm-hmm. He had, he had all these avenues. There isn't much room for a washed up cage fighting rugby player, outspoken meathead. Like what, who's going to get behind me? Like yeah. Jeremy Clarkson fans. Like yeah. it's fucking... <laughs> It's not like it, it's not a great it's not a great market, and I so it doesn't make it didn't make me any more money. Hasn't yeah. made me any more famous. Well, yeah. put me in a fame well to a, to a different level, but yeah. it was two years ago now, so no one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, mate, James Haskell, Cheers, brother. Thank, thank you, you very much. Anytime, that was amazing. Thank, thank, you. thank you, mate. Class. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I know.